Hey everybody, it's Will here. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Tea Podcast. This episode is going to be another matcha episode. Specifically, we're going to be talking about the different temperatures to brew a matcha. What is the ideal temperature? This doesn't have one answer to it, but depending on your preference, you may prefer one temperature over the other. Some like it a little cooler, some like it a little hotter, and it's just all a matter of personal opinion. Um, but it does make a difference, even though it's not quite as much of a difference as some of the leaf teas, because you're still consuming the whole leaf, um, whether you brew it hot or slightly lower. Um, so it's not a question of extraction, uh, but the temperature still can have a major impact on the taste of the tea. So Oliver is going to be breaking that down in a second, and we'll take a look at that and see which one you would prefer based off your taste profile. Hello everybody, welcome to The Daily Sip. My name is Oliver and my mission is to bring you closer to organic Japanese green tea and today what we are going to talk about is matcha. Matcha, some of you might know, very fine ground tea leaves. So this is uh, the powder form, how you get it in when you're going to use tea stores or even in the supermarket. So today what I want to do is actually to, to dive into different temperatures of making matcha so meaning that we take once 80 degrees Celsius so 176 Fahrenheit and once we take 60 degrees Celsius which is 140 Fahrenheit and then we're just gonna compare is there a taste difference when I brew the matcha or when I make my matcha with different temperature for this I brought a Yabokita matcha Yabokita the biggest varietal in Japan so the biggest plant uh, the widest spread plant in Japan which is used by the farmers reason is that Yabokita is so widespread it is a cultivar which is kind of dealing quite well with frost this has been often a problem in the 17th or 18th century with uh, for the farmers but since Yabokita came into vogue so it was in 1908 since then it really had a success nearly up to 95% in the region of Shizuoka the biggest region for planting green tea in Japan uses Yabukita and Yabukita in the south is also um, kind of the amount is around 60% of the whole yield so it's quite a big and quite a common cultivar in matcha you can find a lot of varietals Yabukita but is also a typical varietal used for matcha and um, what we're gonna do is just to take a half a spoon a half a teaspoon of matcha as always take a sifter because it is just a reality of matcha it is fine green tin you see there are a little bit of crumbs which are formed they just form automatically naturally with when the matcha comes in touch with air it's just a typical process because the dry green tea soaks a little bit up the um, humidity from its surrounding so you always have to sift it so half a, half a coffee spoon or half a teaspoon and we just sift it here I bought the strainer you can easily take a strainer or when you have a sifter just use a sifter good then what I always want to use for the matcha is the chasen chasen is this one here so this is just a newly opened so you can see 
it's still closed at the top it will open now when I mix the first or when I I whisk my first matcha so this is actually a bamboo whisk which is made out of one piece of bamboo very easy and very good to use now first we do the 60 degree which I prepared here just take around 100 milliliter of water and then I gonna whisk this always not touching too much the ground do to break the whisk just whisking out of your wrist and then you will get a beautiful foam which I will just show you now and that's the beauty of the matcha whisk so you can see very very beautiful foamy top which I were able to create here so this is number one now let's go directly into number two same amount of matcha here half a coffee spoon and we're gonna whisk it oh we're gonna sift it through good okay until there is nothing anymore in the strainer so we're done here we close the matcha this we don't need anymore always close it as soon as you have used it to just keep all the goodness in the tin and we just add this 100 ml of water as well good and let's take the chest in again good very nice so you can see it really opened up now that's it that's a process and we're gonna pour this one as well so now second one is the 8 degrees so 175 degrees celsius just gonna put this here maybe the whisk back in so 140 degrees fahrenheit 60 degrees 176 80 degrees now let's see how the difference in taste is mm -hmm. quite smooth in the beginning a little bit of an astringency like you know it from yabokita what is nice about yabokita it has a strong strong vegetal taste so it suits very well also for you matcha latte um it really has this enormous kind of veggie spinachy green fresh green grass taste so really intense on this note it swings a little bit together with an astringency that's a little bit um the part where some people might kind of be a little bit shy away from yabukita here we have just a nice um also sweet 
beginning but then the stringency comes into the matcha so I have a little bit of sweetness then I have a certain texture like a little bit of a silkiness a creaminess with it thanks also to the whisking and then I have a little bit of an astringency but I always have this intense green grass taste good and now let's go to 80 degrees mm -hmm. it's much stronger on this kind of lighter and a little bit more citrusy tone so it's much less kind of these deeper green kind of also sweet tones which come with the taste of the matcha mm -hmm. yeah got a kind of a round and nearly even got a small nuttiness with it so it's just kind of it starts kind of on the lower level bringing up some sweetness some a little bit this creaminess like a little bit of a cashew nut flavor profile and then it goes over into this greenness so kind of the the the, the end of the matcha is this strong green flavor when i go with the 80 it jumps directly into the greenness so you have somehow you trigger much more it's also much fresher so it there's more kind of a fresh green nearly citrusy flavor profile this is something i also realized uh, when i did kind of leaf tea and you brew it just a little hotter you just trigger more this kind of a fresher greener parts while when you go lower with the temperature you get a little bit more this full-bodied kind of round sweet and also more the umami flavor so it happens quite similar with the matcha meanwhile here i have much more of a kind of a fresh ex fresh experience of the tea itself while here i got a lot of creaminess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just much directer on this green grass note which i get so if you're a fan of kind of a of a of a, of a, of a, of a like a multi-layer taste experience where you start with more of a creaminess than going over into a smooth silky and then later in a grassiness with some astringency this is the temperature so 60 degrees 140 fahrenheit is for you if you're looking for really this kind of direct grass fresh kick out of your matcha in the morning because you need this boost of this freshness like in kind of kind of freshening up your mind then you should go for the 80 degrees and enjoy your matcha at a higher temperature because it shows much less of this uh, kind of a nuttiness creaminess kind of a little bit more of a of a of a, of a rounder deeper notes but it's much more on the lighter refreshing notes so this one here is then the 80 degrees or 176 fahrenheit both of them are very good they just give you a different taste experience my personal uh, kind of favorite of this session here is still the low temperature i like it when it starts with this nice creaminess and then goes over into another taste profile but taste is very personal so you might taste or tech test this at home for yourself and find out 
what is actually your favorite matcha temperature. Good. This is this been this. Thanks a lot for watching again until the end. Then I wish you a great day and see you soon.